Hey man, how's it going? Welcome to another uh, <laughs> episode. <laughs> this time hey with Mr. J Mr. J Jake and Jer. How's it going, man? How are you? <laughs> Let's go. I'm good, how are you? Good man. I'm good. Yeah, just chilling. That's the way. What you hey? what you been up to? Uh work. Training. That's about it, hey. That's about it, to be honest. Just a bit of work in the morning, a bit of work, uh, training in beach, middle of the day, and then more work. That's about it. Oh, though. nice. What is that beach okay. that you, you train sometimes? I've, I've seen a few, few clips there. Uh, probably Gunna Matter, I'd say, most right. likely. It's, it's in Cronulla. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Yeah. 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 And and as if I'm not mistaken, you told me they they built a new park there. This looks pretty sick. They built yeah, they've built two new parks. One is they're both okay. One's in Cronulla. It's at Allura or Wanda Beach, um, and then there's another one in Kiriwe, which is really cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, sick. Um, so. You are you training much outdoors like normally, or I, I think you, if I'm not mistaken, you mostly train at home. That's where you do most of your sessions. Yeah, so normally, normally I'll train at home now. I find um, I normally just go with what like works best for me, sort of thing. So, um, at the moment, like I used to train all the time, like outside near the water. You probably knew, um, um, but now I'm training a lot more indoors. If the weather's good, I'll make the most of it and I'll go outdoors. But um, I do like training in my living room and just, um, yeah, doing a bit of planche in front over there, putting on the TV, watching Akai Exports. Do you know that channel? Yeah, bro. Of course. Of you course got, I know. He's yeah. from Spain. Bro, just popping that on, then watching, um, doing my sets, have some planche inspiration and then rest and then, yeah, repeat. But, <laughs> yeah. That's sick. Yeah, I actually have seen like in some of your footage and your living room. I mean, I've never been there, but you know, like sometimes you see the cliffs so many times that you feel like you've been in that place. So yeah, I've seen that yeah, place, right. and I was in the background. You have some clips of people training. So yeah, pretty pretty good setup. Yeah, yeah, I've had Javier and Isaac there once. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, bro. And I see you have the this new bar, this front lever wide bar. You got that recently? Uh yeah, I got I got Javier to build me that wide front lever bar, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get it a bit wider because um I wanna be able to, I wanna learn straight on touch, so um Ooh. it's not wide enough for straight on touch. So I, I don't need it yet because you know I'm still trying to mask like like get a clean as wide as I can on that bar front lever, which I'm getting there, but it's just at, it's basically just at three seconds. Um at that really wide um so once i can get a little more um then i'll yeah then i'll start um getting the longer bar and then i've just been working on like wider touches too but yeah um i just have that bar from javier and um so i'll get a new bar with that and it's so easy like i just detach it and it's in my car all the time because i'm always at like a different house i'm at like either my girlfriend's house in north sydney or my mum's house uh in sutherland or my dad's house in Kirby. Normally my girlfriend's house though, um, so I'm always everywhere. So I like to just have it in there just in case. And then um, a pair of parallettes, parallettes from Mariano. And then, um, yeah, then also just my stuff at my mum's house. So yeah, pretty pretty much that's about it. Yeah, so that bar's really helpful too, yeah. Yeah, sick. So basically, you, I didn't know you actually are dismounting it every time. And then you mount it when you get to the spot. Actually, that's that's pretty neat. Then, um, yeah, props to to Javi for for creating that thing. Um, yeah, I like yeah, the it's a lot. super super helpful. Hey. Yeah, I, 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 what do you I, say? I like the I like the bar a lot. I think I would get it if um, if I had a space, but yeah, I just don't want to. Yeah, do those parallels. They're really really nice parallels. I I um. I yeah I find I train a lot better on those ones. I don't know. I think it's just because I'm used to it. But like, I, I I really like those parallels a lot. They are getting old, my ones though. But um, they're still amazing. I love them. 
Yeah, sick. Um, and also, you were talking about, uh, yeah. that's very interesting, you mentioned why from lever and SAT. That's pretty, yeah, I would say SAT is one of the top front lever skills, right? And I always wonder, Yeah. I mean, I can't really talk to that many people that can SAT, but obviously because it's like a straight arm, I always wonder what has more carryover, like wider and wider, like regular front lever or actually wideish touch, right? Something that I, I don't really know what would help more. So I was just saying like you are training for SAT and I was just wondering what's your, your approach to it? Like, do you think just doing wide front lever and eventually open it up more and more will eventually give you SAT or you need to somehow also have better touch for, for SAT? I... Yes, I, I like I you know I think both ways um uh, would work towards it um, but um like for example, <clears throat> like you see Mani and um, Mariano like you still um you know like when you're in that wide front lever like that wide straight arm touch, um you can actually you know you it's it's that's like that's like just purely like retraction like your because your arms are the same it's like when you lose that retraction, then you're not doing the touch anymore and there's the gap in between. And then you can like sort of do the, the super duper wide pull-ups in that like position. But like that last straight arm touch, that's just like, that's just like retraction, like that part, like that's, so it's like, um, I think more than anything, it would be just going wider and wider in front lever. But I'm a big believer of like, um, my body like will learn these moves best, um, by adapting to the movement um, and that will gain me the strength more than anything. So um, not killing myself, like by doing a bunch of reps, just sort of um, doing the movement to the best of my ability, having a bunch of rests and then trying again, um, mixing up the training styles, those sort of things so that I can um, do that. So like I'll, I'd probably do, yeah, wide front lever attempts and then wide front lever touches and stuff too. And then... Um, yeah, you've also probably seen that, like, I'm doing, like, front lever pull-ups, trying to clean them up and stuff. But, um, yeah, that's also just to add variety because I'm pretty crappy at the pull-ups side of the front lever. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the, uh, I think that's pretty pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so the last reels, I think those last front lever that I've seen you doing, pull-ups, sorry, front lever pull-ups, they were the cleanest one I've, uh, I've seen you doing. So, yeah, for props for, for cleaning yeah. up. I know, like, we, we, we briefly touched on that uh, on over Instagram. But yeah, like, you know, those little details that almost nobody can tell like you, it already take, takes like months to, to clean up. So, but yeah, I think that's the right direction. Yeah, exactly. That's the right direction. Yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, so. And I was going to say like, is this normally the, um, I'm curious on what, what approach do you normally do for, for like training, you know, like now we're talking about new skills or like if you want to get better at, I don't know, skills that you have or like, Maybe you can tell me a bit more about how you're training now for plants. So I'm just curious to know about uh, a little bit more how you approach those things. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, I'm well, I don't like to overcomplicate myself. So, like, um, for example, like, I haven't done any dynamics anymore. Last time I did dynamics was at Melbourne, which isn't that long ago. But, um, and um, only did a couple of sessions before Melbourne of dynamics. Um, because I'm trying to just focus on, like, two moves, you know, just front lever and planche. Variations in the two, but just front lever and planche. I find even though um, I can rest in different types of activity, um, f- keeping my body, um, keeping things simple and just keeping the two exercises helps me progress the most, you know, just focusing on two things. So, yeah, just the planche and front lever. So um, I'm doing different things but um at the moment um i'm sort of trying to just do clean up a straddle press so um i find the entrance the best going from like a straight legged like you know like tuck planche position but my legs are in straight and then going into like a straddle trying to keep the protraction and then press it from there into a handstand but without like momentum not straight from the position um which is really hard for me i find my pressing isn't that good so i'm trying to work on that um, as well as just doing things like, um, full planche negatives from handstand, like handstand to full planche negatives, but like really slow or not even slow, like just at like a, 
some people might think this is stupid, but um, I'm finding it's helping, so I'm just doing it at, like, a um, 45-degree angle, so, like, halfway in between a planche and handstand sort of thing, and just trying to get lower and lower and hold whatever position of that I can for three seconds. Um, so those two different variations, and then something like a planche lean at the end. So um, I'm sort of... My, my training style is sort of quite kind of similar to Timmy, MBO, uh, not MBO now, just Timmy the PT. Um, it's like mm-hmm. <clears throat> sort of similar to greasing the groove, but not fully. It's like, yeah, like I'll go for like an hour um, and yeah, more volume, a uh, little bit less intensity in like terms of killing myself every workout. Um, so yeah, like I'll do like six sets of that planche, like, you know, two sets of each and then, um, um, do the front lever work. So I'll, I'll like sort of join both in the one workout, but whatever one I'm sort of prioritizing on the day, I'll have a priority out of the two. I'll put that first sort of thing. Um, so that gets my most attention. Um, and then I'll swap over. Um, so, and then yeah, front lever, um, at the moment it's just been like, um, trying to do clean front lever pull attempts, then a clean front lever pull to touch attempt as well. Then like a wide front lever touch attempt and then like a wide as I can front lever attempt and then I'll do it in a tucked position and then um sort of go from there and that's that's pretty much like what it's like for me mm-hmm. yeah no sick I think that's uh that's I like that approach a lot uh, especially when you mentioned the intensity and volume side of things I think we all know yeah. like especially when we start we just send it all the time but that probably is not the best way of uh, progressing right like if you compare this with i don't know like power lifters or people that really know how to train strength they never really try exactly. their pb every day right and we pretty much do that every single session right so i think that's quite important like lower the yeah. lower intensity and try to do it as much as as you can so that's it so are you so how like, often i think how often are you training and resting though um so oh uh, well I'm like training pretty much for oh no nah, five five to six days a week. Um, last week was four though, but yeah, five to six days a week. Um, and um, sorry, what was it? How long am I training? And what? Sorry. Yeah, how how often do you train and when do you rest? Basically. Oh yeah, yeah. So like yeah, five to six times a week. Um, it honestly just sort of depends on my body. So I find my body's always stronger the second day of the start of training, um, after training. So like, um, have a rest day, one day training, and then the second day is normally my strongest. Um, but then I sort of tend to have a rest after the second day, um, just so that my body doesn't get too tired. Cause sometimes I feel like I can the third day, but it's all about just listening to my body for me. Because then if I do the third day, sometimes like. I sort of start like in a way feel like I'm overtraining and I feel quite weak and I have to then do what I did last week where I had to take like I took like four days off sort of thing um just to sort of recover and I think it does help a lot doing that sort of thing um Mm -hmm. but yeah I, I mainly just listen to my body like five times a week and um like for example um real quick just going back to it like I think killing yourself in um you know, the sets related to a skill that you're working on can be beneficial, but towards the end of the workout, when you're resting the body, that, that muscle, um, completely. So for example, if I was going to do that and I knew like I was going to have four days rest, then, um, I might do that, go and kill myself, let my body, um, rest and recondition, um, so that I can come back stronger sort of thing. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah. Nice. So what I'm hearing is like that isn't really tied to like a week schedule. Like I know some people like to work out maybe like Monday to Friday. They sort of then took the weekend off to maybe reset and then normally I feel stronger on the beginning of the week. But what I'm hearing, you just go more by sort of cycles of days, right? And also depending how your body... Yeah, some, like, like originally I like to schedule my workouts and stuff. And like, yeah, the, there are certain days when I knew I would be stronger and whatnot but um like i found just listening to my body is what's working the best and like at the end of the day i think you just got to listen to your body anyway and um you know obviously still challenge myself go out of my comfort zone and progressively overload 
Um, but in terms of rest, listen to my body if it needs rest. Um, yeah, rest. Otherwise, if I don't, uh, it's like uh, I start like, <laughs> I just feel a little like depressed sort of thing because then I'll train, but my body will feel weak and then <laughs> everything will be shit. And because everything's shit, I'll feel shit. And then, uh-huh. um, yeah, then the rest of the day is just depressing. And it's like, like, cause like the whole day is just sort of revolves around my training. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. I feel you so much, man. We, I think we all been there. And also like, yeah. I think to me at least like some days I just try, okay. I normally try like a few tacks on whatever plant or from labor. And um, by that feeling already can tell, oh shit, today's going to suck. You know, I'm not sure if you have, uh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, Still, exactly. you try, you try you the do best. Like, don't don't ever kill yourself if if it's one of the days, and you know, in the long term, that will that will all work. Exactly. So, like, that's where I've like, you know, I've done a lean. I'm like, fire! That feels heavy today. Like, oh, that's when like <laughs> now sort of thing. I'll either decide, you know, it's like okay, I got to rest, or else I'll just start like focusing on a different moves. So like. Like, I'll, like, that's when I'll, I'll, I'll just focus more on the front lever or something like that. Or just do a lower session, uh, smaller session sort of thing. Um, or else focus on something completely different. Um, like, start working on Hephaestos or something else. Like, just give that um, body, that, you know, sort of muscle uh, a rest sort of thing. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, that's sick. And also just that, you know, you mentioned before that you did some sort of four days deload, which I guess that that's pretty much considered some sort of deload week, right? And I'm wondering... Yeah, it's because sort of busy. This was also like, we just had the Melbourne comp, which I also want to touch on. But also to me, when I came that week, uh, I came back on Tuesday, and until the weekend, I couldn't train. I, could, I was actually sick. So I had to like take like a forced deload week. So I'm not sure in your case, it was the same, like you, you felt that a really weak. But I think, yeah, I was talking with a few people and I think it's probably sort of normal. Like after a comp, you 1,000%. Feel, yeah, you feel really shit, right? So 1,000%. I don't know. Like um, Ethan told me a long time ago sort of thing. And um, but I and based off what I've seen from Ethan, like um, um, Planche got Ethan. Um, basically, like I, I like how sometimes he has that like deload week sort of thing. Or reconditioning doing the exercises very light sort of thing um and then like i noticed like he comes back and sometimes it's like he is just doing like just a full planche press sort of thing and that's about it like he's seems to have lost a lot of strength and i'm like i didn't understand at first but now i like understand like for example like the front lever like the first day i i could do a cleaner sort of one front lever pull um but it actually wasn't full range i didn't actually touch but the second day, I held it a little bit longer at the start and then did a clean one and then a second half of one anyway. Um, like, I felt, like, so much stronger already, like, the second day. Like, the first day after a bit of a deload, I just feel so weak. But um, I definitely feel like after that, I come back a lot stronger. And I'm sure you probably feel the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's... Yeah, it's actually... So, yeah, definitely, 100% agree. And I think it's pretty cool as we evolve as athletes and also the sport and we learn about these things, right? Because I think that's agree. I think Ethan is quite smart on that, and he does very well the deloads, and sort of big phase. Because like even to me in the yeah. past, I saw him doing things like two 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 in plants, right, or like two two, right, and I and then like yeah. it was maybe like four months after that, and he told me no. I from that day I, I wasn't able to do that that again. And to me, I was like, wait, how does that even work? You know what I mean? Like that was yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I was just expecting he could do this maybe like every other week but he really sort of manages that picking phase um differently and i think it's great it's great that we're learning about these things yeah i think it's i think it's a very smart way of training and um i i definitely really like that yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah something that i was mentioning tell me i want to hear your experience um well, I guess overall competing, we would touch that, but yes, because the Melbourne Comp was the most recent one, I just want to hear your experience as going there, flying there, being with the people and competing overall. Oh man, it was, it was like amazing, because like I've only ever done like comps in Sydney and stuff and it was really great to like actually meet all the boys from Melbourne and stuff and like planch guys that I didn't even know like existed, like Ainsley and his brother and stuff like, and uh, like actually meeting like rice and people like that. Like I really, really enjoyed like meeting people a lot. Um, 
and being at the comps really like at the comp really hyped me up and um I don't know, it made me feel like two ways. Like it made me feel motivated as to like train but also like really demotivated in a way thinking, fuck, like these guys are like so much better <laughs> at me in the statics. It's like, you know, it's like it's like there's two ways that I'm seeing it and it's like, you know, I just gotta let it motivate me and like go ham, like that's the level I'm gonna get to, sort of thing. Like that's the goal. Even though like, you know, um I, I try not to blame it on this a lot. Um but like you know, there's things that come into it, like you know their, you know like their height and their weight sort of thing too. Like a lot of them are like, you know, mm-hmm. well, they're like ten centimeters shorter than you, and then they're like five centimeters shorter than me, and then they're like ten kilos lighter than me and you sort of thing. So obviously it is a lot easier in that aspect, but still, um, I think it's no excuses. I think you know there's always like calisthenics is always evolving, and I think we're always each generation sort of thing like everyone's doing more and more than like the last like i think you know like look at like simon houses like that swiss dude like he's like tall as and he's heavy as too and like he can do it all like oh yeah like i think um yeah i think there is no excuses in a way like maybe yeah it is harder of course but uh, i still think there's no excuses like so i'm just trying as much as i can and um yeah, that's but the experience. Getting back to the topic, mm-hmm. comp was amazing. Yeah, really loved it. Loved meeting everyone. Um, comp was really good too. Like I, I think the gym did a really um is really good at like marketing and the gyms are such a nice place too. Um, and I think now like they know a little bit more knowledge next time to host an even better calisthenics comp, um sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but yeah, um, I I I did enjoy it a lot. Um. At the end of the day, I guess I, I just, I didn't have enough flexibility to have the splits, <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, no, I was good. <laughs> yeah, no, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on that. And uh, yeah, I think first, like, congratulations. <laughs> like, uh, I was, I was really impressed by your performance. I think in terms of completeness, I think you were probably one of the top ones, if not the top one, uh, like putting dynamics and statics uh, together and in combos, you know? Um, yeah, as you were mentioning, like, obviously there is people that are stronger in statics, right? But then seeing every, someone doing all together, that's, that's really hard, man. Especially if you're doing it without leaving the bar. And I think you did some, some of yeah. your, your combos were like that, like you did the um, Ganger and you did the uh, Victorian on the straight bar with the, with the gun um, from Lever and all that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's very, very, like even for myself, if I just try, just like a P-bar combo and I try straddle and then I try from Lever, like, my front lever already like gets so compromised, so I can't even imagine you doing the freestyle and then do the the statics. So so yeah, congratulations. It is so that. much harder. Like uh, yeah, thanks, bro. It's, it's it is like a lot harder, and like I I've been sort of training for that a lot more, um, uh, because that's something that that I I no- noticed, and so I've been trying to do like more like forty five second static rounds sort of things, and like sort of trying to adapt to that. Um, but of, at the end of the day, I don't have enough like strength that a lot of the other guys do but yeah my goal is just to have that completeness there and I think I think um my dynamics are you know they always can be better but they're I'm happy enough where they are like we got crazy people coming in dynamics like Isaac is just like natural in dynamics bro like he's just like I don't know what goes on in his head bro but he's just (laughs) like he's like so smart but he just goes fuck it bro I'm just gonna send it I don't care if like I die like I don't know, he doesn't have that fear switch, like, I, I, I like, the way he caught that King 540, like, I like, Super 540, I was like, what the hell, like, that's crazy, and the front flip, <laughs> and all that stuff, like, that's just crazy to me, but, like, that's where I'm, like, I'm happy with my leveling dynamics, and I think the thing I should be working on now um, is statics, because at the end of the day, even if I still have 720 and all that, in a comp, it's not going to beat Ethan, because Ethan's going to win all the other judges with statics, of course, so, um, um, that's just a random example. Many people, you know, so statics is something that you need to work on. Um, I think like I, I need to personally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly me, like in general, like, you know, I think statics is something that, um, I definitely need to work on and honestly make even stronger than my dynamics. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's the whole plan, you know, mm-hmm. be complete in both, but more in statics now. I think statics is, um, more important nowadays than dynamics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, no, that's a great takeaway. And I think, like, here myself, I don't really do, I can't do any dynamic, but 
honestly, I really, really appreciate uh, people that strive for completeness. And that's actually what, honestly, even if I don't do them, like, it motivates me more, you know, even if I, like when I was seeing uh, Lay Sans or all these people doing the full completeness combos, that's what always motivated the most. So yeah, I'm really keen. I'm really happy that I know people like you, Isaac, and all the guys, I'm sure that I'm missing a lot of names that are striving to be complete. And, and yeah, that's really interesting. The thing, yeah, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned you should focus more on statics. I think the good thing about the statics is like when the calm arrives, you, you're going to do them. Like if you have the strength, you have the strength and you're going to do the plans, different level, whatever. But with dynamics, exactly right. with dynamics, there's always the risk slash consistency, right? So that's what it's really... Yeah, but you can just screw up. Yeah, it's really hard to get a consistency in dynamics. Even if you don't throw 720s, which is like a super trick. Even with all the quote-unquote easier tricks, it's already hard to, to get the consistency. So, so yeah, it's been interesting. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, yeah, I agree, exactly. Like, I was actually really happy with my... Um, it wasn't completely clean, like, clean. Like, I didn't like um, that I didn't have as much protraction as I wanted, but... Um, the straddle planche and the comp, like, felt really easy. Like, I could have held it for another, like, no joke, four or five seconds. Like, it felt really crazy. And I was like, holy crap, I, like, feel like I could have held full. But yeah. <laughs> obviously couldn't because I still can't. But, um, yeah, it felt really good. And, um, honestly, I felt like I didn't even get as worn out um, with statics than I did with dynamics. Like, I actually think... I get more worn out doing dynamics than statics, like, um, mm. which is quite interesting. Um, so, yeah, that's um, statics is definitely a priority. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. I, I, I saw the the strategy you you're talking about, and yeah, that was definitely a halt, which I think that's a different conversation. Like, you know, we always have this rule of three seconds, and I think yours was three seconds or more. But then, if you look, I'm not sure if you did this. I'm pretty sure everyone does this, right? But like, if you actually look at the clips. And actually time everyone's holds. Like, bro, like few people is actually holding shit for three seconds, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I think I think overall the judge scene yeah, I mean they, they did the, the best, I guess. Like they had Robbie and I think Robbie was very good influence for the judging. Um but I think yeah, yeah. probably the judging could be improved. Uh definitely the flexibility part, that was a bit of a uh, meme at this point <laughs> it was more for for the I like i i i yeah. understand um the whole yeah i understand like the whole thing like it was a calisthenics comp but it wasn't really like calisthenics like calisthenics to us is statics and dynamics calisthenics to them is body weight the beauty of body weight in terms of everything you can show in body weight so it was like sort of like clickbait in a way but like it was a great comp and like you know every all of us cali actual cali people were there so we sort of you know made it the way we wanted to anyway a lot but um um uh yeah it's uh i think it was yeah it was of course you know it could have been judged differently but at the end of the day that's okay and um also uh you were saying about the holds before yeah very few people do hold it yeah. but um i yeah i don't think i i don't think i hold some of the stuff still too because I, I like i noticed it was the exact same as in training and that's why i need to work on it in training too like i think some of my like mariano vicks and stuff like that um, might have been like two point five seconds, like just off mm-hmm. each time, like or barely on the mark. Like it's like, yeah, need need like you know, got to get that little bit extra longer. Like um, so that's something to work on too. But yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's just funny how long those three seconds actually take <laughs> sometimes. But yeah, it's fucked, and that's like the quote unquote minimum right to to even count. And then, like, if you're doing a combo with what we were talking about before, like, <laughs> those three seconds isn't going to be enough, right? Like, you you better have, like, other three seconds at least in the reserve to be able to, to do it right at the end. Um, but, yeah, no, it was... Uh, to me, yeah. I, I, I like the, the comp. I'm, I'm very glad that I, that I came. Uh, in the beginning, I was a bit Same. hesitant at some point, especially with, like, I don't know, the way they uh, announce it. And, I don't know, it was a bit weird, the, the judging and the rules and the community engagement was a bit off, but then I'm, I'm actually really glad that I came. And, and yeah, I think, I think I understand what they were trying to do. They were trying to accommodate everyone. Like I would say, quote unquote, athletes like us, I mean, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like people that follow the, I guess, standard Cali, but they were also trying to accommodate everyone else. So. Yeah, it's pretty much impossible to, to nail it if you're judging. So I think that's why they try that approach. Exactly right, exactly. Um, and I also um, I also thought 
yeah, I really, really did love the whole time in Melbourne too. It was really great fun. It was like, next time, like, I've never been away, like, you know, when you guys have gone to Perth and Adelaide and all that. So it's like, next time, it's like, I, I actually take time off work too, because that was so fun. And I feel like, you know, I would have loved to do stuff that you guys were doing the last two days too. So next time, like, yeah, 100%, like, can't wait for the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. No, I think it's great. I think it's important to, to make the effort, obviously, like Perth is a bit farther and it was a bit expensive, so I wasn't respecting everyone to come. But, you know, if you can do it, like, I think it's really important to, to show up. And, because that's ultimately, yeah. regardless of the organization, regardless of anything, that's the only way that it's going to grow. Um, and exactly. The, and I'm dude, probably only going to... Yeah, and these guys yeah, sorry, actually... Okay. Sorry, I was going to say, these guys gave like a thousand bucks in cash and more to other people. Like, that's actually... That is nuts to me. I've never seen that before. Yeah, that is that is, that's um I think that's really good and you know, even though the judging was different and stuff, that's I think we do need to see stuff like that more. But uh, maybe a little bit more distributed, like thousand dollars is great and it'd be amazing if it was thousand dollars to first place, um, as well as having prize monies of course to the other places I think. Um, or at least, you know, just distributing it a touch more. Like I think um, you know, um both performers were really well in the finals and um I think Ethan uh, deserved to win it, but um, I, I think um, Ariel could have got like a little bit more recognition sort of thing. I feel like uh, it was just first place and there, was, there wasn't there was really such a thing as uh, second and third as much. So um, like, I feel like that's something that could be a little bit more um, worked on to next comp in that. But like, um, yeah, like, uh, sorry to jump all over the place, but yeah, that and then with the Perth comp, I wish I could have come, but yeah, like lots of money, you know, and I probably still wouldn't be able to, but any comps in Queensland, Sydney, Melbourne, like that's something I'll um, definitely go to, um, possibly like if there's anything in Adelaide too, I think, but um, yeah, I, the problem with um, Australia is we just, uh, we're so far away from more comps <laughs> overseas, which uh, sucks a lot, so um, yeah, like, uh, you know, Isaac's trying to grow the community, which is really great, and um, we're all trying to grow the community and stuff, and um, I, I obviously, I'm not really, you know, trying to do so much myself in terms of growing the community. I want to see the community grow a hundred percent, but, um, yeah, I'm hoping, you know, um, growing myself can help inspire others to ultimately also grow the community sort of thing. So, um, and then, um, that allow us to, you know, and same with, um, other calisthenics athletes in Australia, improve so that we can compete overseas um and then get recognized more by international competitions so that um we have more hope in australia to grow calisthenics in the future too um so yeah mm-hmm. yeah no 100 i think sorry i'm jumping over the place so much but no, yeah. no, no i think that's 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 normally that's totally fine you know that's just a conversation so we don't have to be tied to any topic uh and i like the things that you mentioned like i think the community is very important and I think you're doing definitely a lot for the community. And I think there are so many ways, right? Like, yeah, one thing is organizing comms, organizing events and whatnot. But obviously that leads is, if there are not leads, there is no, no, no sport in the end, right? And it's the same. Like, I think even Laysan's is getting a bit of, I don't know, a bit of hate these days because it seems like he's not doing much for the community itself. But if you actually look that up back in the day, like, all the shit that we're doing today is because he came up with those combos, like up to this day, exactly right. right? All the P-bar transition, all that shit, like before nobody was doing that. And that was just one athlete, but you see all the influence he had and he still has today. So I think investing in yourself as athlete is definitely a good good way to win the sport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. Uh, um, what I was going to say... Oh, yeah, I think you mentioned before, yeah, I'm also going all over the place, the genetics part. Um, do you want to cover, uh, explain a bit further on that? Yeah, sure. Like, um, uh, just in terms of dynamics and, uh, dynamics, genetics in general, <laughs> um, I think there's many things like, yeah, like our body types and everything and like our height and weight and everything, but not also, not even just that, like genetics and, um, like, I know Mariano doesn't believe in it, for example. Um, genetics in terms of being more front lever dominant or um, planche dominant sort of thing. But I 
I do heavily believe in it. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I do definitely think of it. Like, my planche, like, you know, front lever, I'll... I'll do planche leans and suddenly I'll have front lever. <laughs> um, and um, I'll just rest front lever in general and it'll get so much better. But I rest planche and I lose all planche. And the only way to keep planche is to not kill it, do a lot of volume of it and do it often. And just so like multiple times throughout the day, every single day, or else it just disappears and it's really freaking frustrating. But, um, yeah, that's just the way it works for me and other people are so different. Um, and I also think, yeah, genetics in terms of, you know, where you have more muscle, but also the way your body is built. For example, you know, Edu, um, Edu from Spain. Yeah. Um, I think he's like, he's actually really light. He's actually like 68 kilos, I think. Um, but he looks heavy. He, have you seen him? He looks really heavy, I think. Yeah. It's because he's small. But um, him, Javi Latour as well freaking unit um they're like i think they have a lot of weight in their upper body around their like chest to shoulders and a lot less down towards their legs so i think that helps them a lot too like they're they they do have the weight but it's it's all distributed in their upper body which makes i think you know like if i'm doing a one-arm front lever and holding a dumbbell in one hand it sort of counterweights it i sort of think that's um oh in a way um how it is for them too in a way like i think they can planche easier because of this too and um for example my legs if i train legs my legs grow like yeah. straight away so i i i really try not to train legs um because my legs just grow and my legs aren't small in general whereas a lot of calisthenics athletes are so genetics is just one whole huge topic that you could go on to forever like in terms of you know your height your weight where you're stronger, where your weight's distributed. Like, there's just so many things. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely a believer of it. Um, um, but at the end of the day, you just, like, you can overthink it as much as you want. But at the end of the day, if you if you want planche, <laughs> uh, you can't make excuses. You just got to keep grinding for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's, um, there's anything you can do about genetics, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I think, exactly right. I think weight, I can do. you can definitely play somehow with the weight. It's also not even that easy, right? Because there's always the thin line to walk, especially with the statics. Like, yes, you want the muscle mass, uh, but at the same time, you want to be as lean as possible. And even if, 1000%. Even if you add a lot of muscle mass, it can be even counterproductive, right? So, yeah, it's really, exactly. it's really tough. Um, I think it, I can't, you know, you can't choose where to have that muscle mass yeah. sometimes. Like, it's like, yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, um, exactly. But I also find, like, you know, if I'll lose too much weight as well, I'll start losing weight from my upper body a bit more than my lower body still. So then it plants will actually still get harder because I'll um, have more weight in my legs, which is sort of a bit annoying because then I'm losing weight, but it's actually getting harder. Um, so, yeah, it's like, it's just... Yeah, and then you get heavier and then it's harder as well. It's, yeah, it's um, it's pretty annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I think at some point, I mean, I think the sport is still quite small, but I think at some point there will be probably like, I don't know, height or weight categories or something like that in the competitions. Um, and I yeah. think I think even the last, uh, what's the name? The WSWC. Yeah, 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 they did something like that. Yeah. Um, they did do that. Yeah. I, I, like it was a bit too long and I don't know. Could have been improved, I guess, but I think it's one step in the right direction. It was, I think it was a quite a, yeah, I think it was quite a step in the positive direction for the calisthenics community. Um, And I think um, we can definitely grow on that. Um, One thing I just think is, you know, there's always, um, and I'm sure there's nothing you can, anyone could ever do about it, but what would be the best is to have light equally um, placed on all um, sort of categories of those weight categories in um the competitions because like you know for example i have no idea who won the heavyweight category or the middleweight i only know the lightweight like yeah um, i think you know you know what i mean like i don't know i don't like i know the top three in the lightweight i don't i i don't really know anyone in the top three in middleweight or heavyweight so um i think that's something you know that um would be good to you know have equal publicity on but it's nothing um anything anyone can ever do about that just hope for the best but i think it's definitely a step in the positive direction um but yeah 
Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely hard. And I think it's, it's, even if we try our best, it's going to be always hard to try to have the same attention if a guy is doing like, you know, Maltese press versus someone who's doing struggle. Even, even if he is like twice as heavy, like people are still going to watch the Maltese more, you know? So it's always, it's, yeah. it's hard to balance for sure. That's, that's very right, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah, someday. I think, I think it's evolving in the right way. So, so yeah, 100%. Yeah. And also touching on that, um, I know one of your favorite athletes is uh, Leysans. And he's, I think he's quite tall, right, for, for calisthenics. Um, yeah, he is. I, um, yeah, he's definitely, he was definitely one of my idols um, oh, for a long time. Not anymore? I saw, I, uh Oh, he's still, you know, will always be like, if a video comes out, I'll be like, let's go. But, um, I mean, you know, there's like all the conspiracy about his leg, which <laughs> no, no one knows about. Um, so like there could be a lot of weight distribution in his upper body due to the fact that he might not have a leg. I don't know. Um, I, I, he's never shown without his shorts, so it's not really helping, but I think, you know, but anyway, um, things like that, there's, um, things like it's evolved. So what his level is, um, now there's greater expectations. Like if you put him against, you know, who he was the world champion against nowadays, like he would be knocked out in the qualifying of a lot of a lot of the things. So he yeah. was my idol and he always will be. And I love his content creation, especially, but, um, yeah, now like, you know, new idols, new things. Mm-hmm. Time to move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so who are, who, who's the, who are the top three, let's say, athletes that motivate you the most? Not just level, but, you know, the whole thing, style, uh, you know, whatever motivates you. Yeah, Valentin. Let's go. First person that comes to mind. Let's go. Because I love his planche and oh, all that stuff. You know that. Um, yep, uh, 100%. Um, Mariano. Oh, um, hey, of course, Vicky. can't forget Mariano. <laughs> um, and I actually, um, I probably have to say Marnie. Um, I do really like Marnie's, um, you know, all his front lever work and how he's got his um, planche and everything too. Um, so I, I do really think, um, um, I do really idolize Marnie too out of those, like, um, out of those three, I don't really have a favorite, but yeah, those... Those three are the three I always turn to, especially when I'm trying to get some pre-workout and get some you know, <laughs> um, creativity going in my brain. Those are the three I like to watch for motivation. So, yeah. Nice. Okay, that's interesting. So you picked basically two from... I mean, okay, Manny is actually also very good at plants, but I guess he's still known for his from labor. So it's like two from labor and one planter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mine's more front lever, even though I enjoy the plant more. Like, yeah, it's... Yeah. But, you know, the funny thing is, like, you know that Mariano and Manny, they train at the same park. Like, they are from the same area. Yeah, they did. Hey, that's so funny. That's the craziest thing, man. <laughs> How crazy is that? It's so nuts. I think at some point back in the day, they had, like, sort of a competition who, who could do the more uh, front-level pull-ups uh, back in the day, right? Yeah. And they were breaking the record. Like, one week was one doing, I don't know, 10. Next week was the other one doing 11. Uh, but yeah now I think it's just getting stupid now with like 20 pull-ups to touch and shit like that with other people but yeah Alpha yeah yeah he's crazy <laughs> yeah that guy man yeah insane yeah they're crazy he's crazy oh uh, Elise um, too he's he's really um, motivating because of his height and um, stuff too That's, he's very motivating too I do have to say mm-hmm. oh and then there's my Ellie but no they're that's top five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I think like, obviously now the Neo strength is pretty, it's pretty packed team, right? But I would say between yes. Elise and Onizuka, it's really hard to choose, but I probably would Onizuka pick Onizuka. Really crazy. Yeah, I would probably go with Onizuka. I would probably go with Onizuka too. Um, he's freaking crazy. Yeah. But um, I don't know, I think something to do with him, I don't like his style as much. I think, I don't know what it is. I, I uh-huh. like... Like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's because his arms are shorter sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, I still, I, I watch him for motivation all the time. But something about it, I don't know, it's just like, I, like the pull-ups, there's like the freaking like 30 pull-ups in a row and stuff to touch. Yeah. But like, it's like, I, I feel like the range of motion is a lot shorter than it is for 
me and like especially you like mm-hmm. i feel like it's um yeah also because of retraction but also because of like arm length i think too oh um, yeah but yeah he's freaking crazy yeah no i think even when i was seeing some clips when they were on in the in madrid in the competition and you know they are all relatively like semi-high but even between them on onizuka still look shorter than the rest you know so that can that can yeah. really tell you more or less his height, but still, you know, like not taking anything away from him is just the level he reached as human being. Like we are in this in the end the same sort of beings, you know. And he can do that shit. Is just it's very mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm surprised though that you didn't pick any, I guess, more content creator athlete because I know you are also yourself. You have a camera and you're also somehow into videography, right? So I would expect you would yes. gonna name some of those guys, but apparently not. Yeah, no, not not so much. I, I like, uh, no, not so much to be honest. Yeah, I, I, the the content that content is very motivating and stuff, but, um, yeah, bro, I just you know, like I said, I pop on the Akix Sports, I watch <laughs> the channels and go crazy on that, bro. Bro, I ask Javier and like people like like, bro. I'll, I'll every day I'll just watch one of the different, like, uh, power free videos or the different burning gate one or, oh, they're all crazy. I get so hyped. Yeah, yeah. No, especially the, the the edit they made for the burning gate that was so legit. Like they're amazing. Bro. Like two two hours of pure motivation. Yeah, two hours well spent, and it's good. I think it's it's, it's yeah. good that people is uh, taking the time and investing on the quality content that. Really I good. really do like that's my that's the quality content for me. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, like, what's the point if you have all those super gnarly competitions if all you get is like, I don't know, shitty clips and edits, right? Yeah. So in terms yeah. in terms of your content, are you just doing it? Um, I guess obviously you're doing it for fun, but are you also, are you trying to take it? I don't know next level. Is there anything you want to do? You're working on, or is just casual edits? Uh, cinematic. In terms of my content, in terms of my content, I want to make it as cinematic as possible and highest quality as possible. Um, but I also want to make it into some motivational clips in a way. Um, put it into like little B roll clips where, um, like I don't know, you probably if you've seen like some of them on TikTok and things like that, they have these really motivational ones in the gym. And they're doing all these weights and stuff. I want to have like create things like that but with calisthenic sort of things and create some epic edits and videos like that. Um, and then just um, also showing my constant progress um, at the highest quality I possibly can and also being able to make good edits out of that too. Um, so, yeah. Nice. No, I think that's great. I think that, I mean, I can definitely uh, tell the difference when I see your content or even like Isaac content or people like this. I, I really appreciate it uh, because myself, I'm just doing like random edits on the phone and it's always like phone quality. So it's never going to be at that point, but I do appreciate when people take the time and effort and put the next like, level. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I, I, I still really good all the videos you make. I, I love them and like the, <laughs> all the clips put together and everything. And there's so many, bro. It's, yeah, it's epic. Yeah, I go. Yeah, I would say I go more for quantity. I just try to post a lot. Um, I make a lot. Of, I, I I take a lot of videos, so I, honestly, I just want to release them as well. So, so yeah. Oh yeah, bro. That's good. Spamming. <laughs> that's 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 great, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, sick. Um, oh, one uh, one other thing I want to talk is seven twenty. You are the seven twenty guy. Oh. Tell me, I want to hear a bit more about uh, this. Uh, how was the road? I got, to I got so, I, yeah, I got so close before Melbourne, bro. Like I, I finally got over the fear again on my left arm, um, and I got so close to catching it. Um, I think I honestly would have caught it in Melbourne, but I always can probably say that. I think I really would have. Like I, I was probably one of my closest attempts since I caught it. Um, but yeah, the floor was just too low and everything, so I didn't. And um, I don't want to prioritize dynamics at the moment. And if I land a seven twenty, 
I'm going to want to keep practicing dynamics, bro. So <laughs> I don't want to know. I just don't want to know because aesthetics needs to be the priority. Like I just need to. So um, that's where my motivation is. So I'll keep it there. But yeah, like I, I landed 720. I landed three in a row the first night, the, the night that I landed them. And, um, but I, I, stre- I put a, did a stress fracture in my forearm from um, repeatedly hitting the bar on my left arm in the same position. Um, and it really, really hurt and swelled up so much. And um, after that, I sort of developed the fear f- through that and um, never could quite get the same. My spin got faster and faster, though. Technique got better and better. But the fear always put me a little bit away from the bar. And that slowly turned into a muscle memory and it got very hard to get out of. Um, but, yeah, it's slowly going away. And I think the best way to get it away is just time away from it as well to... Um, mm just physically get over it um and get rid of that fear barrier um and yeah like i'm it's it's improving now more when i don't practice it than when i practice dynamics five times a week because i feel like um dynamics is a very mental thing so yeah um it'll it'll, i'll I'll still work on it 100 percent in the future but um i don't know when (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's crazy i didn't actually know that you landed three times that day I honestly thought you... I let it throw in a row, yeah. What the hell? That's insane. Huh. I, I, I never actually posted it, but um, I landed three in a row. Wow, okay. That's gnarly. I thought it was that. I've got them all, I've got them all on camera too. Yeah, I've got them all on camera. Huh. Nice. That is sick. Two, yeah. And yeah, that's very interesting to, to, to hear about the, I guess, mental blocking aspect of uh, dynamics, right? And sometimes you just give yeah. it a, a break, actually sort of improve. And I think that actually that's a good way of thinking in general in life. Like sometimes I think we just obsess so much with shit, like it makes it harder. You know what I mean? So yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Like I, I think I think I don't need to um, do statics more than four times a week. So I think four times is uh, quite a perfect number for statics training too. But um, yeah, it's a it's a kind of a key to my mental health in a way like not that sounds like I'm depressed I'm not depressed but like, <laughs> it's like like training is like my happiness bro like I everything that I do is just revolves around training like I'll wake up and like when I think about my food like it's most of the time you know like thinking about how my training will be especially if I have if, especially if it's before training I think holy shit bro if I eat that bro I'm gonna be like 0.2 grams heavier and I'm gonna feel heavy uh-huh. like Planch is not going to be there at all. I'm going to barely going to be able to talk. Like, screw that, can't eat that. And then it's like, I wake up, um, I have work at 5.30 a.m. Um, pretty much every morning, every weekday morning anyway. Um, I train clients, then I come home, I train myself, and then I go back and I train clients. Um, and then when I come home, like, I come home and I, I watch Akai Sports or another... Um, youtube channel um to do with calisthenics so it's everything for me is like just revolved around training so that just yeah that's it's like my mental health <laughs> <laughs> no that's crazy man that's that's yeah i agree with that even my, my, myself even like before cali was you know doing the gym sometimes and all that but i would have never th- ever thought like i would be looking forward to train in a day you know i was always like oh I go to the gym because I want to somehow, I don't know, look better or whatever. I didn't even know what I was doing. But now with Cali, it's like, I actually can't wait to for the next, like to rest and next day to train. It's actually crazy. Exactly right. <laughs> it's so, it's so hard. It's just like, it's so hard to be patient to rest and it's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting to know what the next day holds. Yeah. And now that you mentioned the, um, the food, do you, uh, are you, like, do you watch more, like, more or less what you eat? Like, do you try to eat healthy or you really don't care? Is there anything that, I don't know, um, you do? So, like, I've, I've actually, recently I've lost six kilos um, okay. but, uh, in, the last, in the last 10 weeks. But um, now I'm just trying to keep that, keep that weight there. So um, eating, like, at a maintenance. I do like to track my calories because it keeps me accountable that way. Um, mm-hmm. I found that's what works best. So um, now that I'm eating more protein again, I'm feeling like I'm a lot stronger. Um, and I think it will help a lot with my recovery too. I sort of neglected it. Um, I was pretty stupid, to be honest. I was thinking, um, screw it. Like, if I don't have as much protein, it's fine. The, I don't know why I thought this. I was like, it'll be fine. I'll lose muscle mass in the places that I don't want to. Mm. Um, and 
that's fine, which is not the case at all. Um, and so, yeah, it's a bit stupid with that. But um, regardless, um, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying, pretty much what I just try and do is during my deficit, uh, where I lost the weight, I'd eat uh, 2,000 calories and um, I would um, aim for 150 grams of protein, roughly. Um, and yeah, so I don't really, but I don't really care what I eat as long as I eat 2,000, under 2,000 calories and 150 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. And now it's 2,400. So as long as I eat under 2,400 and 150 grams of protein, um, I'm happy. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it is at the moment. I think that's, that sounds like a good balance. I think, yeah, like I know people like actually try to count more things, not just protein and that pretty just gets way too stressful. So I think, yeah, trying to hit the calorie uh, number and the protein number is probably like all you, like that's 80% of it, right? Basically. So yeah, yeah that's, like, that's pretty I good. I don't mind, like, oh, I'm allowed, yeah, I'm allowed to have chocolate in there and everything. It's just, I need to know that that's going to be a lot higher in calories and not very nutritious. So you can, I can have it, but uh, that's at my cost. I, so I do have it sometimes, but um, not often because of the fact that I know that it's going to come out of my calories. So that's one of the reasons I count my calories because I can see that I'm not allowed to have any more and it keeps me accountable to that. So um, mm-hmm. I don't mind what I eat. I know the, I like, I know what I need to do to lose the weight. And um, yeah, that's, that seems to be what works best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And that's like something I can stick to, you know, I don't, I don't just, yeah, lose it, lose that and go on a binge fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think like, I'll except for cheat day. <laughs> yes of course yeah, yeah i think yeah i think if, even if like you like is what you're saying if you're tracking it uh you can even do the cheat every day right if it uh fits uh whatever calories so yeah if it fits your macros yeah yeah so what what's uh i'm curious to know because you, you mentioned you lost six uh, kg so what, what's your current weight uh so yeah so i i got up to 77.5 kilos um and i got down to 71.5 yeah. Like it's sort of like five actually now, um, because I'm like seventy two point five now, seventy two point two ish. But um, yeah, that's that's my current right now. I'm around seventy two, sitting at like seventy two. Nice. Um, I want to get down to sixty eight, sixty nine ish, because that seems to be where a lot of the calisthenics athletes are at, um, regardless of their height. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like to get down to sixty nine because it's a great number. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the goal. Uh, yeah, but um, that 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 final two kilos is really gonna take time because I've got the seventy one a lot before, but it's been a long, long time since I've been sixty nine, sixty eight ish. So it's gonna take a lot more work to lose that final two. Mm. Um, so that's something like I'll work on more. Main, I'm just gonna maintain the seventy one, seventy two now, and then lose a little bit more later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think obviously like getting to that sixty a sixty nine is probably not uh, sustainable, right? So maybe something you want to do for a comp, something like that. But if you are... Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, if you were telling me that you can be at 77 and you're fine, that's a huge drop. Plus, I'm still going to gain a little muscle too. Like, I can't expect to keep losing. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I think also, yeah, I wouldn't really maybe, yeah, obsess too much with the number unless it's for a comp. Otherwise, if if you feel good, probably that's the, the right thing. That's, that's, that's right. That's, that's exactly right. And also something that I noticed recently and I wanted to, to ask, uh, I noticed that your mom is into physique. Correct me if I'm wrong, that's the right. Yeah, she competed yeah. on Saturday with Jan. What's the name of the, uh, is that physique? Is the bodybuilding? What's the actual? Yeah, bodybuilding. It's, um, um, it's called, uh, bikini, bikini, yeah. uh, bikini body physique or something. Okay, so I'm, uh, okay, so for, what I guess is that she must have a lot of knowledge about nutrition and even training. So I'm just curious if you think this has some positive uh, impact in your training or habits or diet. Uh, sorry, what was this, sorry? Yeah, I was, I was saying that probably she has a lot of knowledge in terms of nutrition or training and all these things. So I was just uh, wondering if that had some sort of positive impact in the way you, you know, train or you plan your calories or all these things yeah uh she only actually got into it eight months ago she's had a really 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 crazy transformation she's lost like 
unhealthy amount of weight and gained a lot of muscle too. Like she's lost like 18 kilos um, in like the past nine months. So she's freaking, yeah, she's been very freaking crazy. But, um, um, yeah, I'm not even joking, but it's freaking crazy. Um, but she's, so yeah, she does have a little bit of uh, knowledge that, um, does help, but, um, not a lot because I've been helping her with her nutrition too. So, uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay, so it was actually more of the other way around, I guess. You were training before her. Yeah, yeah. She also had her other her main PT and her um her posing coach helping her out with her nutrition, um, as well as me. So there was like a lot of sources. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Um Yes, yeah, so I'm not sure if there is anything else you want to cover. Otherwise, I wanted to ask what's next for Jai. Where do you see you in I don't know, five years? Um, well, yeah, that's something I guess. Um, what's next for me in five years and what's next for Calisthenics in five years? You know, two things like uh, I think Calisthenics is really interesting and... and um, really good and also really frustrating at the same time because like um it is a very small sport and i would love for calisthenics in general to grow um and be a more well-known sport but the thing is if it does that um you know it's going to people are going to be like no but why is this move called this we need like an official name for it and then Mm -hmm. with things like an official name comes official rules and then when official rules come out it's just gymnastics. Like, it's just uh, another form yeah. of gymnastics. So it's like, we can't we can't have, like, certain rules. Um, that just ruins the whole point and the whole idea of the street workout. So that's, um, that's one thing that's sort of annoying because I would love for the sport to grow and to actually become more of a professional thing where you can earn uh, money out of it or at least a little bit sort of a, of a living. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very hard um, and I don't think it will, but... Um, I think it can definitely evolve um, to where there's stronger athletes and also a little bit of prize money, like maybe like, you know, your flight's being covered in accommodation and maybe a $1,000 or $2,000 winner prize, which is a great, great um, idea to me. But, um, you know, we'll never know. We'll, I guess we'll see in five years' time. But, um, yeah, that's in terms of calisthenics. But for me, in five years' time, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know what's next year, bro. Like, uh, <laughs> yes. I guess Same. like, bro, in five years time, I'm, uh, I'm hoping I'm freaking Maltesing in my sleep, bro. Like, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna be able to Maltese press easily and be able to like, I wanna be able to definitely in five years time, bro. I wanna be able to do all that stuff, you know. But, um, next year, like you know, my goals for next year by the end of next year are to have like, like. A two two two, so like you know, full planch press, and two planch push ups, and the two second hold sort of thing, um, nice. and straight up, straight arm touch by next year sort of thing, and um, actually clean my one arm front lever, but um, that's my goals for next year, and um, I'll sort of see where I go from there, but yeah, man. Fucking nice, I love it, man. Those are ambitious goals, but I think ultimately it's achievable. You know, it's really up to you, and uh, you know you're accountable with yourself, and I think you can do it. Uh, so I'm, yeah, re- I'm really I, hoping I think, you, you get I think that. I can, hopefully. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be really next maybe, level. Maybe maybe it is ambitious, but uh, yeah, I want to set the goals high and. Oh yeah. Them. Absolutely. Like, you, I mean, you need to be ambitious, right? Like regardless, like that, you want to aim for that. Otherwise, like if you're aiming for for less, <laughs> you you're like stopping like, uh, blocking your potential sort of thing, right? So. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Exactly. Man. And I think, yeah, I think in, the, in terms of, like, the, the direction of the sport and the money, it's, yeah, there isn't really no money at the moment. Like, even just in the ultimate battles in Spain, which was the biggest competition, I guess, in history, like, hair stuff didn't get any money, right? Like, Tony, like I think they all had to buy their own tickets. Like, I know for sure, like, Tony Gaste had to pay their own ticket from yeah. Mexico to Spain, which is a shit ton of money, right? So, yeah, unfortunately, there's not money at that level, which is the highest level. I guess the only yeah. path at the moment is maybe like beating or like, but, you know, coaching. Um, that's, yeah, that's one thing that I'd like, that's uh, 
exactly right, which is why I guess in a goal in terms of not just training wise, a goal is to sort of become known so that um, I, I get a following for calisthenics so that people can appreciate my strength um, and Australia's strength in general to help grow Australia and also um, for me to then, you know, also do things like hold workshops, um, release, you know, if like that ever got the case, like an e-book sort of thing to help people to gain a bit of money, um, potential sponsorships, and then also opening up my own gym sort of thing and um, helping make that, publicise that sort of thing um, to make a living out of that. So different ways to use calisthenics to make a life out of it. Um, I think that's the best way for any calisthenics athlete to sort of um, make a living out of it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's actually, honestly, that's, that's realistic. And I think even not even in five years, but even sooner, I think you could be doing some of that if you really like, you know, work for it. Like, I think you are mistaken, but I think you were coaching some people in the past. So you probably already know how that works. And it's maybe just about growing your network, I guess, of clients. But yeah, exactly right. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm learning more at the moment, even though my PT work um, isn't um, to do with calisthenics, I'm learning a lot more about marketing and growing myself as a PT, mm. um, which I'll use more in terms of my own business later on. Um, and yeah, a, a couple, I, I, I have, I have only one now, but yeah, I've had a couple, um, Cali clients too. And yeah, um, when I'm sort of at that level to sort of try and push that more, um, I'll try and do that too. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think that I think that's great, and I think ultimately that you're investing in yourself with those skills of marketing or whatever it is, and that obviously it's gonna have an impact also when you transition that into calisthenics or anything. So, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, sweet. Uh, is there anything else you wanna cover? Or you think we didn't get to cover? Um. Nah, that's about it, eh? I reckon. I reckon that's about it. <laughs> Alright, sick, man. I reckon that's it. Yeah, bro. Then, yeah, I guess we just wrap it up. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for yeah, your time, man. Good, man. Thank you. Thank that you was, for the interview. That was amazing. And, um, yeah, I'll see, I'll see you soon. And, um, smash out of